0: Welcome to Revitalizing the Declining Church with Dr. Desmond Barrett, brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, a center that envisions to partner with churches and her leaders to strategize, strengthen, and discern the spirit of God's will for the local church. Hi, friends. Welcome to Episode 43 of Revitalizing the Declining Church. I'm your host, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's show, I want to talk to you about leading with a team and not you out front. Revitalizing a church is one of the most challenging grounds a leader tries to cultivate. Serving alone with a superhuman mindset instead of a spirit-led mindset can lead to personal and ministerial destruction. Every year, a couple of high-profile ministers fall from grace because they have not developed a team that holds them accountable for their daily actions. While the high-profile leaders gain the headlines, this situation is played out in countless communities like yours, all across denominations, all across sectors of church size. Serving in ministry is challenging, but operating within a lone mindset can be spiritually deadly. The Christian church has learned that when leaders lead out front with no accountability, they become spiritual targets of the evil one. So I want us on today's episode to think about how can the local church reverse the downward spiral of lead pastors who fall into temptation? We all have sin issues. We all struggle with it. There is something that the devil can get a hold of us. Some, it's sexual sin. For some, it's eating disorders. For some, it's exercising. Some, it's workaholic. Whatever it is, the devil knows our weak spots. We as leaders have to lead with a team, a team that holds us accountable, or we're going to fall. So let's dive into three points today on leading with a team and not you out front. The first one is accountability for short and long-term actions. As a leader, your ministry results are seen not only on Sunday mornings, but behind the scenes as they play out during the week. God has called you into meaningful work, work that the evil one wants to stop or even destroy so God's people, you, and the people that you lead do not win that ground that the devil has already conquered. I want you to stop for a moment and think about who is around you as a leader. Who you place around you during a leadership season is important as who is not around you. Far too many leaders want yes people around them rather than having someone who supports their leadership but is willing to question steps when they disagree. Without proper accountability and the ability to have others speak into you, speak into you, into your ministry, and into your life, you are harming the witness of Christ and jeopardizing your ministry and the local church's future. Accountability should not be a bad word, but a word that speaks to dialogue, robust, back and forth, and a prayerful understanding that God needs to be glorified and not you as the leader. When you permit a handful of godly lay people or even pastors to speak into your ministry, you enable the Spirit to work through them to help improve the church. And by default, it's going to help you and it's going to help your ministry. Instead of being uncomfortable, I want you to be comfortable with the rebuking that comes, with the tough conversations that comes. As you realize, it's not done in a harmful way, but it is done in a way that helps you, helps your ministry, and helps your local church. The second point of leading with a team and not you out front is to have accurate feedback from someone you trust. Scripture teaches that everyone should have the opportunity to share their concerns or praise regarding ministry issues inside the local church. But not everyone should be permitted to speak about the ministerial journey of the church as it relates to your ministry, your spiritual leadership of that local church. The church has an established leadership structure. Regardless of denomination, regardless of the local church, you have a structure. It's not there for hierarchical purposes, but because it is biblical. It enables the pastor and enables the lay leadership to prayerfully consider all avenues before they're brought forward to the church membership. Throughout scripture, godly leaders had a small group of advisors who had permission to speak truth into their leader's life. That truth was done out of love and not out of harm. They were done in private, and it was done in a respectful tone. However, let's just be honest. In today's world, too many people feel they have the right to speak about all subjects in any manner they wish. I want to say it's through the advent of social media, people have been permitted, and maybe they've even permitted themselves, to comment on everyone and every subject under the sun as self-described experts, which is not biblical. And it's worldly harmful. When a leader puts people into a leadership that they trust, it provides an extra level of openness to receive what that other person has to say to you as a leader. A strong biblical leader understands that feedback from all areas of their lives is essential. But, but, sifting through it becomes the key to attaining the proper level of feedback about a situation. The third point is acute awareness of your strengths and weaknesses. I want you to pause. Do you know your strengths as a leader? Do you know your weaknesses as a leader? Leaders fall not because they woke up one morning and said, hey, let's sin today, but because they fail to put safeguards, to put guardrails around their weaknesses. Uh, think about it this way. If you love chocolate like I do, it's not the one piece of chocolate that will harm your health or my heart and my health. So chocolate, once in a while, it's okay. But having chocolate by the handfuls multiple times a day will affect your health. One handful of chocolate, one handful of sin can destroy your ministry when you equate that sin and ministry. When you know your weakness and the areas of giftedness, You can provide safeguards for yourself. That's why you need trusted leaders. I want you to think about it this way. A leader is only as effective as those around them. As a leader, you must understand that you cannot know everything about every single subject. You got to be um, a generalist in a lot of areas. Still, you can permit a small circle of people who are experts in a certain area of your weaknesses and can pinpoint problematic issues before they become a problem areas by speaking truth into your spirit. Leading with the team and not you is hard for leaders. I get it. We all have a lot of A-type personalities. That means we want to lead and we want to go. But we have to understand that we cannot do this alone. Christ couldn't do it alone. He had a group of guys that he believed in, that he discipled, that he mentored, that he encouraged. And then he had a smaller group of individuals that could speak truth into his life. What about you? Who is speaking truth into your life? Who have you given permission to, to speak into your life? Leading alone can cost you and your relationship with Jesus. Turning around an established church is hard enough, but doing it alone or with limited support can destroy what God is trying to do through your ministry. Do not be ashamed, friend. Do not be ashamed to admit your weaknesses and be comfortable about asking for help. As you understand who you are, you can build a team of trust around your ministry and God, God will bring in to offer more opportunities for effective ministry because you're ready to go to the next level because you put in safeguards. But don't be surprised. If you are not tested and targeted by the spirits and people who want to stop the calling of God in your life, you got to safeguard your ministry today by praying for God's direction and wisdom and who to ask to partner with you in revitalizing the local church. I just believe today God wants more from you. God wants more from your from your ministry and he wants you to do more for that local church and in the future to come. But you got to be somebody who trusts other people. I know living in a fishbowl of pastoring is tough. I get it. I'm there. But we have to trust certain people. And when they break your trust, you learn from that and you bring in new people. In every season of your ministry, God has the right people or the right person for you to listen to and to find ways to be open and vulnerable with them. Leading with the team and not you out front is all about accountability for short and long-term actions, accurate feedback from someone you trust, and acute awareness of your strengths and weaknesses. God wants to do something amazing in your life, but will you trust him and will you allow other people to speak into your ministry? Thank you for joining me today on Revitalizing the Declining Church. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with your colleague? How about on social media? Why don't you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss it the next time it comes out? From the Eastern Kentucky District Center for Church Revitalization, this has been Dr. Desmond Barrett reminding you to stay prayed up and keep pressing forward. God is on your side.